Hello, hello. Hope you're having a great summer and I've got a special episode today for you. Um, we've looked at, uh, me and my team, we've looked at the most frequently asked questions and what you guys have been asking. And one of the questions that keeps coming back up over and over again is this question that entrepreneurs, coaches, experts, consultants are always asking how or always thinking, how can I get more high paying clients asking to buy from me every single week? So in this episode, episode, I'm going to break down the most effective strategy that works in 2023. And actually what I think about every other way how you can achieve these results. And I'm going to talk about their pros and cons so you can make the best decision for you in your business, what will work for you, what will work for your preferences, what will work for your desire for lifestyle. So if that is of interest, keep on listening. So how do you create generational wealth for you and your family without feeling burnt out, overwhelmed or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? And how to run your business like a true CEO? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus and I'm founder and CEO of Bossy Hills. And for the last 20 years, I have been buying and selling companies. I have bought and sold over 50 companies worth over 10 billion US dollars and opened the lids to hundreds of businesses to see what works from the inside. Why is it that one company has everything going for it? Celebrities status, huge following, but underneath it all the founder is trapped within its business, hating its clients, can't exit and can't scale. And those elements over the last 20 years what successful companies had in common and what failed businesses missed to implement is what I have put into my signature framework powerhouse CEO. And those are the insights I will be sharing with you every single week. So yeah, for most online businesses, online expert-based businesses, course creators, really this question or this idea of getting high-paying clients, highly committed, mature clients asking to buy from you. And if they were to happen every single week on autopilot, that would be an absolutely game changer for their lifestyle and for their business. Because a lot of people who I speak to, they have to always, normally they tend to have two goals. They have an income goal and an impact goal. Let's say they want to serve the amount of clients, They're, they want to sell the number of books, the number of courses. So they always have that. Um, and they're also looking for this financial freedom. They want to have a freedom to do what they want, how they do it on their own terms, which is one of the reasons why they've started their business. And they're also looking for the sense of meaning and really in service of others, helping other people make their life better, make their relationship better, release their traumas, whatever that is. They have this deep uh, desire for meaning and contribution, which is why I love working with these people so much, because it really makes what we do makes a huge difference to the world. And it's just not just the word, but actually is a true meaning for it. And number two, the second goal they always have, or if you don't, haven't been thinking about it, I encourage you to really consider it. What is your lifestyle goal? What kind of business you actually want to run? How long do you want to work? When do you want to work? What is your ideal working day looks like? The thing is, if you don't define it, and if you're not intentional about it, and it's going to be very difficult for you to create it. 
So if you are someone who wants to work uh, till 3 p.m. and just spend your day in the afternoon with kids or doing what you love, you need to kind of think about it and think, actually, what matters to me? What is my lifestyle goal as well as the income goal? Because that will dictate what strategy and what is the way you want to run your business. Because the reason why it matters is... Reality is, especially if you're thinking about creating a long-term established business that's going to last decades, right? If you're just here for six months, extra cash and, you know, bye-bye to this business, that's one story. But I guess I'm speaking to you if you, you want to create something that's going to last a decade. So it's going to be a real true, um, your calling, your purpose, which is the, you know, this is kind of your reason for some, to some extent to existence, right, to your life. And if you want it to be sustainable, you need to have it, your business incorporating your lifestyle in a way that's sustainable, that you can maintain for long term. There's no good for you working really hard, hustling, burning yourself out because you will then eventually won't be able to sustain this level of activity and you're going to have to quit. And unfortunately, I see this all the time. The businesses I work for, with businesses I've worked for for years that I've been advising, really successful businesses. Um, really successful businesses, but just created on a hustle mentality. And at some point, and it always happens, for some people it's two years, for some people it's four years, some people it's 10 years, does not matter. But it will come a point where the founder starts asking themselves a question, right? What's the point of this? When the financial kind of questions have been sorted to the extent that's no longer worry, then there becomes a question, do I really want to do this? And most time they don't, they want to give up, they want to exit. And um, some people can't, um, and they have to just walk away from their businesses really sadly. So what I'm going to be talking to you about today is really strategies, how you can avoid it. How can you create business that's going to last a lifetime, but also it's going to be fun, enjoyable and sustainable. So let's get into it. We're in 2023, and what are the strategies that we hear? And uh, we're going to discuss the pros and cons, and I'm going to give you some ideas how to think about. It. So, strategy number one is, of course, posting on social media, right? Social media, you're posting, you are really active, you're creating content, you're showing up on stories in the hope that you're going to attract the following, and that following will turn into your clients, right? And to be honest, with you, three to five years ago, this was a really, you know, really good strategy because there was a lot less competition. There was a lot less competition in every niche. So if you're a parenting coach, for example, that works with generational trauma um, and you probably maybe have two, three other people uh, in your niche doing the same. So it's actually quite a nice space. And um, if you just add value and be consistent, people will notice you who have this problem and they will, they will start following you and eventually they'll start into clients. And of course, many people have, have done that, that worked for them. But what we've seen, of course, in 2023, the market has changed. Um, you know, this education industry is seen as the fastest growing industry in the world right now. It's the only place uh, in the planet that gives you this financial uh, freedom, but also gives you that impact to change people's lives. And the barrier to entry is minimal, right? Anyone who's got an iPhone can literally start their business today, start posting, start dancing, probably with better skill, dancing skills than you and me. 
and they're gonna get that following. And of course, dancing doesn't mean anything because especially right now, what we're seeing is just because you have followers doesn't mean you actually have buyers. So I work with a lot of influencers that have huge accounts, multi-million dollar accounts, multi-million follower account, but actually they can't convert it. They can't convert it because the followers that they have are actually not the followers of buyers. They're the people that like their photos, they like to see behind the scenes, they like to kind of stalk them and they like they think they're pretty or whatever their motivation is to follow them but they're not biased and they're certainly not target audience they're not target audience for whom the problem that that person solves is valuable they're willing to pay and willing to solve it and that's a big frustration with influencers right and it, i mean and this is why you see influencers you know kind of um what they actually, their way to monetize it is through, ad, you know, ads or promoting other people's products, right? They see them promoting a $2 product and they get like a fraction, tiny sliver of that profit because actually to get people to buy um, is quite actually difficult. So, and obviously it's inconsistent, right? One day algorithm changes, your story is not shown to people, your content is not showing up, it's not ranking and there is no sales. So if you're looking for consistent, predictable, type of results in your business that can be scaled. Social media is a nice add-on, but it's not going to give you that type of results. So don't expect if you're going to just show a be spend all your day on social media that you will see a sustainable business. So I'm going to break it to you. Social media is fun. If you're enjoying it, just use it with caution because it's, it can absolutely drain all the time out of your life. The time that should be spent actually on doing things that will move the needle. And obviously the way the social media is designed is designed to keep your, you know, designed to keep your attention. So it's very easy to get distracted. Um, and also what people also misunderstand is social media is not necessarily it's not a lead gen tool places like instagram facebook they're great maybe for nurturing your audience so showing them behind the scenes uh but it's really not a good way to grow your audience, which is why perhaps you've seen a frustration not growing your account as fast as you want, not getting the attention you want, certainly not seeing the results on the effort and time you spent. Actually, a lot of people I speak to, this is where they spend majority of their time. So it can be a real kind of drain and sucking a lot of time out of you. But also, if you look at actually, am I seeing results from it? this is where you need to analysis and what i'm seeing in the in the industry in the market actually this is not the place where you'll see predictable returns so let's move to the next uh, sides um things like sending random dms to people in the hope that some of them will buy that is certainly a lot of people kind of promote this they advertise it and i think you have to just make your own decisions whether this is something you want to do or not um you know can it work well it'll work the same way as you go and knock 100 doors in your neighborhood or go to see hundred businesses face to face and maybe some of them will buy. Um, the challenge with this is there's an energy. So the energy there is it's like dating, right? It's like dating when you are this kind of easy, you're just the, if you go dating and you're just going to go and you're going to speak randomly to a hundred guys and hope that two of them will be the right one. The energy is kind of needy energy, right? And it doesn't always work, right? So dating is a great example for client-based relationship that you want the energy where clients come to you. You want them wanting to buy from you. So they want it asking to buy from you or are they you begging rather than you advertising and kind of um, doing that in, in a way of DM. So 
And obviously, you just also have to think about if this is a long-term business, um, you know, other practices that you're working with, are they kind of rooted in your values? Do you want to come across? Is that kind of brand and reputation you want to build? So a few questions for you to answer here. Um, Another thing, of course, is the kind of the old school strategy that works where you launch maybe once or twice a year and you spend about six to nine months building your audience, maybe building a Facebook group and then nurturing them. And then one day you sell to them. That is something that um, you see big names do and they do that. But I guess what we see in across the industry, unless you already have a huge email list, this is not actually very effective. And here's a few caveats. Unless you have a really big audience and a huge email list. So people like James Wedmore, Amy Porterfield can do that, can launch once a year effectively because they already have an established name. They know exactly what they're doing. They've tested their messaging and their offers. Um, they have affiliates. Remember all of 60% of their revenue comes from affiliate commission and the rest 40 comes from ads. So actually what they're taking home is about 10 to 20% of the revenue. So just bear that in mind when you see big uh, revenue slogans. So they can do that uh, because they already have a big base, a big established email list. And actually for them, this strategy works. But if you don't have that size of an audience, and also if you're not that experienced and doing many launches, testing lots of offers, testing your messages, waiting six to nine months till you launch could be a really risky strategy. And here's why. When I see a lot of uh, people that come into my world and I work with hundreds of businesses is a lot of times they will spend, uh, let's say, right, I'm going to spend 20 grand or 30 grand on running this ads campaign. I'm going to bring all those people into my world. I'm going to create this Facebook group and I'm going to nurture, I'm going to launch it. I'm going to nurture, nurture, nurture six months. I'm going to launch it to them. The problem with that is if your messaging, your launch messaging does not land, if your offer does not land and and also, if people, and I will talk about that, so if, if your offer doesn't land, if your messaging doesn't land, you're going to have a failed launch. So what I'm seeing people then, they waited six to nine months to do go through this process, then they finally write, finally I can monetize, I can get some money, they launch and it's a failed launch. And actually when we look at it, it's the offer, the messaging that is wrong. The only reason why you will ever fail your sales process if, if your messaging is not landing, not working, which is why I obsess over messaging and have been obsessing over messaging for the last 10 to 15 years. It's that important. Nothing else matters. No matter how good the strategy is, if your messaging it doesn't create demand, it will never ever work. So just remember money is always in the message. And then your offer. If your offer is not designed for the people who are in your audience, so it's not lending with them, it will be failed. People don't buy bad offers, full stop, even if they love you. So those two things will cause a failed launch. And that becomes a waste of a year. Think about what you could have done in a year, right? And uh, another trend that re- certainly is happening right now in 2023, people buy much faster especially high-paying clients, they're not going to wait for you to launch six to nine months. They want their problem solved now. Are you with me? They want it solved now. They're not going to wait. If you don't have something to offer them right now, they're going to buy from someone else and they're going to soothe their need. They're going to, you know, 
with scratch their itch, they're going to solve their problem, they're going to solve their bleeding neck, their bad tooth, they're going to go and sort it out at the dentist. And I'm going to wait till you have this product. And people that are waiting, normally not committed buyers, people who are waiting love to wait. And they're also not action taken, not decision makers, and they probably have been waiting for a long time before, and they're going to wait a long time afterwards, which is why they're not seeing the results that you want. So we're going to be attracting a wrong type of buyers. So you heard me talk on this podcast before about really three categories broadly of bias that you will always have in your audience. You're going to have captains, the leaders, the 10 to 20% of your audience that buy really fast, right? Perhaps you're listening to it. If you listen to this podcast, you're one of those people. This is the people I tend to attract. This is the people I tend to work with. Fast leaders, they're CEOs, they're successful, they're action takers. They don't, if they know this is the right thing, it connects to them. They kind of see how someone really perfectly positioned to buy from them. They go ahead and buy. They value time more than money. They're not going to procrastinate. They're going to wait. They value time more than money. So they're the best kind of clients. Then you have a big group of people, about 40 to 60%, what they call their followers. They have to wait. They will wait six to nine months, sometimes years till they buy. They're the ones that are lurking on your stories. They're reading your emails. They're opening everything else, but not buying. And you're like, why, guys, why are you wasting your time looking at stories, but not buying? Because they love to wait. They really do not trust themselves enough to make a return on investment they're going to be making. The reason why they don't trust themselves is because there's been uh, incidents in the past where they have failed on the promises they've made to themselves. They have failed on the promises they have made to themselves. Remember, confidence is not about just being super confident and being bored that way. Confidence and success is really about keeping promises you have made to yourself. If you said you're going to do it, you're going to do it no matter what. So, but this is a group of people that fail to themselves. So they don't fully trust themselves and they're worried they're going to lose money. It's going to be a bad decision. They have a lot of fears they get in the way, fundamentally rooted and lack of trust to themselves. Really importantly. And of course, there's a group of people that are laggers that they have to wait for everyone else to buy till they're the ones that buy on the last day, on the last minute, and they're just in a complete fear and they really do that. And there's a group of people that will never buy from you. Fact, it's just what happens. This is what the uh, market, they will never buy from you. They might be looking, they're in your audience, but they will never buy from you. So your attention shouldn't be spent on them at all right? So you can see if you're waiting six to nine months, you're really talking to people that are followers or waiters, which is why perhaps you're getting frustrated seeing people who are lurking, sitting in your audience, but not taking action because your, your sales process is designed to attract and nurture and work with them, which is fine if that's what you want, but just be very intentionally aware that that's what's happening. Um, of course, another thing is expensive ads. Remember, ads are fantastic. We use ads in our business. It works really beautifully. But you need to know what you're doing with ads, right? Messaging and ads is important. So, and also, if your current conversion process doesn't work, um, don't put, no point putting ads in front of that conversion process. Because what needs to happen is your conversion process needs to work. There needs to be fire in it. it needs to generate results. And if it's generating results, we can put more fuel to the fire and really scale your business to unlimited amount. So what is you should be thinking about indeed instead and what is the most effective way to get those high paying clients to your business? Well, actually, 
If you look at the big brand names that you love, Simon Sinek, Brandy Brown, Tony Robbins, what they actually do is they don't necessarily use their own audience to share their message. They use other people's stages. And you heard me talk about this a lot because I don't see anyone's talking about this fully, but it's number one strategy that you should be thinking about. Remember, one of the quickest way for you to get access to to audience fast, to your people of ideal target audience is through other people's virtual stages because they have collected your ideal audience, your target audience already for you so you don't have to. So you're able to capitalize on that experience and really position yourself in front of them. So using other people's stages should be your number one priority. And if you think about every time Tony Robbins does a launch of a book, Mel Robbins, you know, when she was launching her high five book, uh, Rachel Holway, when she did Girl Stop Apologizing in 2008, and it was a number one bestseller. The way she achieved that, it wasn't that the book was better than any other book in the world. I'm sure there was a Harvard PhD there written about a book, but she was using other people's stages. When she was in the launch process, she was on every single podcast, on every single life with anyone who had her target audience. So did the Emmy Porterfield, did a hundred podcast episodes to promote her book. Why did she do that? She has one of the biggest email lists in the business. She has a really already big audience on her own podcast. But instead of doing that, she was using also other people's stages. This is why it's so important, which is why you see them all do that. But you can do the same thing now. But the problem is, of course, when you go on virtual stages, a lot of people do it, but they waste time because they just have a nice conversation. They get lots of claps. They get comments. Oh, that was so nice. That was so valuable. But they don't get clients. The reason why they don't get clients is they don't have a messaging system that creates transformational results and demand for their offers right? That is the two ingredients you must have. You need to first and foremost has messaging ecosystem. Of course, the fastest and most effective way to do that is through one highly converting presentation rooted in your values. And my system is actually what I have created using 20 years experience working with businesses is that the messaging ecosystem is completely pitch free. So you're never selling anything, but you instead giving transformational aha moments and you blowing people mind with insights, just like the best TED talks like Brené Brown, Simon Sinek, when we hear them, the reason why they're most rated talks on YouTube is because they're blowing our mind, they're changing our beliefs and perspectives. And of course, I teach my clients to do exactly the same thing. And then at the same time, creating demand for your offers without selling. So you never ever pitch, you never sell, you get people to ask to buy from you. So once you have those two ingredients, this is becomes a really easy way to run your business because you get access to audiences fast, you borrow in other people's stages, right? Because remember, there's only three sources of traffic. The traffic that you earn one by one, one follow by follow and take you years to build a huge audience. The traffic that you pay for with ads, great if you know what you're doing and then the traffic that you borrow and borrow is really using other people's stages super effective and plus when you have a really powerful messaging ecosystem that you're able to actually convert that traffic and when the spotlight is on you and you do have that podcast interview you do have that virtual summit presentation you don't waste an opportunity you immediately convert because if you waste an opportunity the moment is gone spotlight was on you spotlight is no longer on you that's the big difference. That's the needle mover of people who are successful and people who are still struggling after five years of running their business. It's literally that simple.
But most people are waiting. Most people are not understanding how important it is, which is why they're just spending all their time on social media and sadly not seeing the results. Or getting into the trap of hustle culture and then having to give up two, three, five years after because they couldn't sustain that level of activity. So that's the power of that. And well, also, I'm actually on the next few days. It's really exciting. I'm running a live training that goes deeper into this. It's a really great web class, absolutely zero pitch. I'm going to talk more about this strategy, how you can implement it, how you can think about this, what it takes, what steps you can do to implement it. And we're going to drop the link for you in the show notes so you can check it out. It's only half an hour, super light, super fun and engaging. And then you can really understand, wow, this is really doable. Because if there's one thing I want to leave you with, I want you to really fully understand how close you are to your goals. People think like getting that six, multiple six, seven figure income is really a big stretch. And yes, it's going to take effort. It's going to take investment yourself. Obviously, if you knew how to do it yourself, you would have already done it, right? So it's going to take you learning new skills, learning new ideas, changing things you're currently doing to get different results. But actually, once you have it established, it's actually a really powerful, powerful and simple process. Because one thing I know for sure is that simple scales complexity kills the business. So keep your business simple, keep your sales process simple, and this is where you'll see great success, but also freedom, right? Freedom from burdens, freedom from hustle, and you'll be able to achieve your income goal, your impact goal, and your lifestyle goal as well. So trust that this has been valuable. If you have any comments, questions, please reach out on Instagram, send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you. Tell me your big breakthroughs, your big takeaways, and what are you going to do today to do something different about your business? What actions will you take today to do something different? Of course, one of the actions you can do is dive deeper into our web class. Uh, Check it out. learn key four steps you need to implement this strategy and have it implemented take action in your business as soon as possible i'm sending you lots of love hope you having a great summer or the start of summer and i'm just yeah i'm just really honored to be able to support you speak soon